Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be conversation is forced and doesn't flow. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who he's got a I would call it a success story because he met a woman. It's basically half his age. He's in his his mid mid fifties. Meets this woman. He was initially thinking she's like twenty nine years old. She turns out to be twenty six. Anyways, they meet. He's about to give this big presentation the next day. And he's thinking, I just got to get ready for it, focus on this. But this woman is really enchanting. He's taken with her beauty and he starts to project his fantasy of what he's looking for onto her. And so you can kind of see this is where a lot of people fall into the danger zone and get enamored with somebody's looks, but they ignore the fact that the conversation's not really flowing. And so obviously they don't live in the same town, so they're, they're, they don't live in the same city, so they start off kind of long distance and then a month later they get together in person. But even though they have this great sexual chemistry and they enjoy the indoor Olympics together and they share their souls as he says, he noticed after a few days with her that things just didn't seem to be flowing partially because she's half his age and in essence has half – the life experience and for you older guys that like dating younger women like I typically do, that's one of the things you got to keep in mind. Now there are many amazing women that are out there that are going to be younger that are just smart and they're way ahead of women that are their own age. So it's not to say that you won't meet somebody that you connect with. It's just you got to understand if you're older, even if you're an older woman and you like dating younger guys, if they're half your age, they're not going to have the life experience that you have. And so sometimes you're going to run into this. And so the key is to see the situation and that person for as, as they really are. And he tends to see things as a little better than they are. And so if things don't work out. He's feeling guilty about the whole thing because she ended up starting to date somebody else. But it was obvious that she could tell that something was missing. There was some chemistry missing. And I, I know when I was younger – for me, it's like if she was hot, she had a great body and we had a few things in common, I figured that's my soulmate. But what I, when I was younger, I wasn't able to date those kinds of women that I felt that way about for very long. I get maybe two, maybe three dates and that was it. So I never really got to experience what it was like to be around them for any length of time. It was only once I really started to get this stuff that I was able to actually get past the second, third date date them for several months or even several years that I came to the conclusion and the realization that just because there's sexual chemistry and attraction, if you don't have similar goals, if you don't have similar values, if the conversation is forced, you just can't force your heart to feel something it doesn't feel and you can't force chemistry to be there when it's not no matter how hot they are. So the idea is to take the hotness out of the equation and take the looks and the strong sexual desires that you feel out of the equation and contemplate, well, what would it be like if I stay with this person 20, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it happens to be, and we're old and looks have faded and we're not interested in sex anymore or we're not having sex anymore. Maybe you're physically too broken down to do it. Is this somebody that you'd like to hang out with and listen to on a daily basis? Is this somebody that is fascinating and interesting to you? And you'll see in this case that it's not really there. He sees it. He notices that. But he's like oh, – he starts focusing on his fantasy and what he wanted her to be 
And that's where thing go, things go sideways. But she happens to notice that the chemistry is just not there. It's missing. And this is one of the things I talk about in my book is that women tend to fall in love. And this is an old saying that goes back to my great-grandparents and who knows when it started. But women tend to fall in love through their ears and men through their eyes. And so this guy's enamored with her looks. But she obviously felt the same way she was attracted to him. But she was also not far enough down the line emotionally where he was that she could see that it's just not there. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his email. But I, I look at this as it's still a win because he got to have this experience. Instead of thinking, oh, if I'd have done this, if I'd have done that, damn it, I should have taken advantage of this or I should have taken advantage of that. So at least he got to experience her. And that's the important thing. It's to get the experience. is to take what you learned from me and be able to get what you want in your own life so you can have experiences with that person and not think, oh, that's another one that got away. Because my 20s, that's in my teenage years especially, that's what it always seemed like. Oh, that one got away from me. The one. She's the one. So the quote says, like attracts like. People who like the same things tend to like each other. People who have similar goals, values, and interests are going to get along much better and easier. The possibility that they will run out of things to talk about is very low. When you meet someone who you share high mutual sexual attraction and interest with, you should also make sure your conversation flows and that your goals, values, and interests are aligned. With age and time, looks will fade. If you can't converse with them like you do a best friend, then no amount of sexual chemistry, magic, or indoor Olympics is going to be enough to make a long-term relationship possible. Those are the rules of the road. With that in mind, it doesn't mean you can't have a really great time with her, which he did. He had a lot of fun, got laid a lot, but really this is somebody that he should just let fade out of his life. But when you don't have lots of experiences with these kinds of women, it's like you got to learn this stuff. And I learned this stuff the hard way. I did exactly what this guy did. So he says, hey, Corey, you do excellent and original work. Keep pressing. You might even find a higher calling. Last April, I found myself in a post-dinner conversation with a couple of younger women on the terrace of our hotel in Central Florida. It was the night before a major presentation, so my mind was singularly focused on business and getting a good night's sleep, as a man should who's focusing on his mission, his purpose in life. That's the vibe of masculine energy that he's giving off. And you'll notice that since he's in his masculine and he's focused on his purpose and he's living his life, he magically encounters this random woman in his hotel, which is the way it works. It's not about going out to pick up women. It's about focusing on being awesome. And in the process of being awesome, this guy's on a business trip. There just so happens to be a hot younger woman in the hotel. One of the women was a petite brunette with features that match my ideal, in other words, his fantasy, complete with a southern accent so my attention was diverted. I immediately found myself engaged with her in a teasing and playfully challenging dialogue about business, economics, and world events. So far, so good. She was finishing her MBA and thought she knew it all. 
At one point, she called me an asshole but then delivered a huge smile and we locked eyes for a solid five seconds. It was obvious we connected. You know what's interesting is whenever it's a weekend or at night, I don't know if you heard the motorcycles in the background. What that sound is, that's the sound of some dude who ain't getting laid. Because these fucking guys, there's about six or eight of them, they ride around in downtown Orlando whenever there's stuff going on and they rev their engines, they get to the the light. There's a few of them that drive their cars and I've come to recognize these things and I hear it and it just makes me chuckle. Because these guys think by driving around town their motorcycles and revving their engines as loud as they can where it sounds like they're going to fucking blow up or throw a rod that maybe a girl will look at them. Don't be that fucking guy. An hour later, I retired to my room, but I gave her a big hug upon leaving. Doesn't sound like any phone number was gotten. However, he says the next morning upon checkout, I left her a handwritten note with my number embedded. That's definitely a little beta male, dude. You should have approached her right on the spot. But at the end of the day, when I was inexperienced in here, I would have done the same fucking shit because that's low risk. But at the end of the day, it still works out because remember, when women like you, they help you. And I, I had a story I wrote about my book. This is when I was like 20, I think it was like 23 or 24. I met this girl, just blew me away. And I was out partying with my buddies and she actually knew one of my good friends. And because we were drinking so much, it's, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, that girl's fucking amazing. I, was, I don't even remember when she left in the evening, but I, was, I realized that I did never got her phone number. But she had told me where she worked. So I call her the next day. And she answers the phone. She remembered exactly who I was, said she couldn't talk, asked for my number and told me she would call me later. And I hung up thinking, yeah, right. She's going to blow me off like everybody else blows me off. That's what I would th- That's the way I thought back then. And then so I didn't hear anything from the, the rest of the day and I was all torn up about it thinking, fuck, another chick that I really like who doesn't like me. And I was all pissed off about it. And anyways, by like 11, 12 o'clock the next day, the fucking phone rings and it's her. And I was – and we had this amazing conversation for like three or four hours. And I actually did – I think she even asked – ended up asking me out. And so we ended up I think going to lunch the sometime during that week. I didn't know what I was doing back then. I wrote about this in my book. And this is one of the reasons why I know so many things. I, I, when you do a lot of fucking up, you learn a lot. Hopefully, that's the idea. You're supposed to learn from your mistakes and get better. Then 24 hours later, she responded with a text message and our long-distance relationship commenced between California and Florida. After a few days of texting, we decided to hold a call at which point I discovered she was 26 years my junior, 29 versus 55. That's pretty awesome. A lot of guys out there that are your age would be going, damn, how do I get a young girl like that? Well, if you apply the things that I teach, it's not – because what starts to happen is usually around the age 24, 25, most women start to recognize that, you know, because they, they want guys that are their age and they start to realize that guys their age just really have no fucking clue. And that's when they really start looking around at dating and being more open to dating guys who are older because just about every guy that they meet that's their age just is like a teenager in essence. And they want somebody that knows how to be a fucking man. And that's why you know, guy, women tend to be eight to ten years ahead of most guys are as far as maturity. 
So he continues on, initially this turned me off because I felt the sustainability factor was low given my goal of finding a high quality woman to marry after a lifetime of being single. However, she persisted with the text messages, emails and frequent calls that revealed a very soulful and attractive woman. So obviously she was really into him at this point and she was making the effort. And he was right to question, say, what do I really have in common with somebody who's 29? He's old enough to be her father. And at the end of the day, you got to learn to trust that spidey sense when it's saying, because mm, he could sense something was a little off, but she's really hot. She's got the southern accent. So he sees things as a little better than they are. He says, this intrigued me to the point that I suggested we meet in a neutral city to see how we got along for two to three days. It's a smart way to go about it. Four weeks later, we met at a boutique hotel in a historic southern city where we shared a room, our bodies and souls. The smarter thing to do is to have her fly into your city and then you can pick her up at the airport and she can stay at your place. I I wouldn't suggest a neutral city. Because think about it. If you're confident and you're used to meeting women and having this kind of chemistry, I mean I wrote about several instances in, in my book. Even when I was doing this stuff in my 20s, I'd meet women and they might be in another city or another part of the country and they would actually drive down to see me and just come stay with me. But the more you do this, the more confident you become at it, the more you become okay with asking for it and also saying, you know what? I don't want to meet in a neutral city. I don't want to fucking travel. Why don't and so you invite them to come see you. And if they feel safe and comfortable, if you've done things right, like I talk about in my book, they'll have no problem doing it. He says, as you can imagine, the sex was fantastic. But our time walking the city, dining and hanging out was often short on content. Now keep in mind, you've got 25 plus years on her, is 26 years more life experience. You've got more – I mean think about it from this perspective. She's 29. She's really only got about 11 years of being an adult, 11 years of life experience, basically one decade of life experience as an adult whereas this guy has got about three and a half decades of experience being an adult. So I mean, it's understandable. And the older you get, the more you're willing, unwilling to put up with things or a lack of chemistry or somebody that can't carry a conversation or somebody that maybe is diametrically opposed to you as far as like your political beliefs happen to be. In addition, she revealed a lower self-esteem and lacked some of the enthusiasm present during the calls leading up to our trip. That tells me she was starting to notice that the chemistry wasn't really there. But the sex was great. And at the end of the day, what's wrong with that? You're enjoying yourself. You're exploring. You meet this woman. You have mutual sexual attraction even though there's a great age difference. And you get to have a love affair with somebody that's in a, in, literally on the other side of the country. At the end of our stay, my feelings were mixed. On one hand, I was attracted to her quiet vibe and pleasant demeanor. But on the other, I was a little bored with the content of our conversations Something I place a high value on. So right then and there, he's recognizing but he's not noticing the importance of the fact that they don't have the same values. He places a high value on really great conversation and it wasn't there. 
and when you notice that, when you feel that, that's not something that you can force. And when you recognize that within yourself, it's like as soon as I notice that when I start talking to somebody, it's like the video that I did yesterday. I met two different women that I had never seen before. One of them was really easy to talk to and the other one just – she didn't have much of a personality and that's going to happen. But they were both attractive but at the end of the day, if everything is not there, if it doesn't click, I know when it clicks and when it doesn't click. But when you're new to this stuff, you got to trust that and he's got his spidey senses telling him all these little things but he's thinking, oh, the sex is so great and you're thinking, but you know, this girl was supposed to be this fan. She's supposed to be this awesome person. And all of us do this. Men and women both do this. We project our fantasy onto the other person and we are ignoring the fact that the reality of their – the way they really are doesn't match the fantasy. So we delude ourselves a little bit. And he was concerned about future compatibility with regard to day-to-day interaction. It's very smart that he's focusing on that because he should be. That's a major red flag that you just can't sweep that under the rug. We continued the texts and calls post-trip and two weeks later, I invited her to my hometown for the 4th of July holiday, paid for tickets and made all of the arrangements. I mean at that point, if she can afford it, you definitely – she needs to have skin in the game because you go and you buy her all this stuff, especially when the chemistry is really not there and things aren't really flowing. She doesn't place a high value on it. You'll see why. What happens? She responded with huge enthusiasm but was surprised because she thought she'd never hear from me after our rendezvous. So what does that tell you? She pretty much came to the same conclusion that he did that they're just – even though their attraction was great and the sexual chemistry was great, something was missing. Obviously, she picked up on my feelings. Also, I would say she picked up on the fact that the conversation didn't flow. And plus women are just way more intuitive than us guys anyway. So they can sense this stuff. They can feel it. And they tend to be more objective with these things than the average guy is. To make a long story short, she never did make it out. Ah. She was smart enough and less driven by her emotions because she never really had time for those feelings to develop strongly that she could say – she was still rational about the whole thing and was able to say, hmm, it's just not there. There was some on-again, off-again consternation and then we decided to wait for a later date. Notice how he says we. I would say she decided to wait for a later date in July without the holiday crowds. That was the excuse she was – that was basically her way of letting him down easy and saying, hey, yeah, thanks but I'm not going to come visit you. You know, all that money you spent on the tickets? <laughs> Sorry. The calls, texts and FaceTime bathtub scenes continued until the third week in July when she sent me a text revealing she had met someone new. And it's also important in this situation that she should be doing 100% of the calling, texting and pursuing. And it sounds like because he was into her and he was projecting his fantasy, he probably pursued a little bit more than he should have, just judging by her actions. That was the last I heard from her and it hasn't been easy on me. I kicked myself for never getting a chance to see this through with a second trip and now feel haunted by something I'll never know. Dude, you saw everything you needed to see on the first trip. There is absolutely no reason to second guess yourself. You had a great fling. It was wonderful and you just need to let it go 
and move on to the next. And it's good that she recognized that something was missing and pulled the plug. She did you a favor is the way I would look at it. But you still got to hook up with her. You still got to make love and share your bodies and your souls. And now you have another great set of memories that 30, 40 years from now, you can look back in that and go, hey, I banged a hot girl half my age. Most older guys would be like, that's pretty fucking awesome. And a younger, inexperienced woman would think, hey, I was able to hook up with a successful older guy who was more mature than the dudes that are my age. So it's a win for her as well. I also feel that I judged her and our compatibility issues too harshly. Absolutely, you did not, dude. You did the right thing. What happened happened and it couldn't have happened any other way. It just wasn't meant to be. She's just somebody that you were able to encounter and apply some of the things that you had learned and had a great experience with her. It's a victory. It's a win. I miss her immensely and the energy she delivered during the few months she was in my life. Next, there will be another one, dude. The idea is, like I was talking about the quote, is to find somebody who you connect with really easily and effortlessly. It's just like being with a best friend. You don't have to work. You don't have to force things. When I look at the people that I've known for multiple decades in my life, it's been that way since the time we met. It's just easy and effortless. We don't run out of things to talk about. We have shared goals, shared values. A lot of times we like the same kinds of music. We got a lot of shared memories. And it literally was like that from the moment we met. We just – it's like we were supposed to meet. That's the way I look at it. I believe that wholeheartedly. There's people that come into our lives that we're supposed to meet. I believe we choose our parents and I believe that the universe brings us people and circumstances so we can have the experiences – from the soul level for the whole reason that why we incarnated in life at this time. She had a gift for you and you had a gift for her. Don't be attached to it and try to make it into more than it was. It's just one great memory of a short relationship. The idea is not to focus on how long a relationship with somebody lasts but to focus on creating really great high-quality memories together. And he has some really great high-quality memories even though it lasted only a few months. Sometimes these kinds of relationships last several years. Sometimes they last a few months. It's okay either way. Most people that run around and they look at the amount of duration that you've endured being with someone as somehow the barometer of whether it's considered successful or not. You hung out. You had fun. You hooked up. You both enjoyed each other for a few months. It's a great memory. There's no – it's a win. It's a victory for both of you. My questions are the following. Does life experience or the absence thereof play an important role in finding a compatible mate? Somebody with similar goals, similar values. You could find somebody that has similar goals, similar values and they wouldn't run out of things to talk about with you. The more you date, the more you have experiences like this, the more you'll see that. In order for a relationship to last several years, there ha you have to have everything. You have to have the sexual chemistry. You've got to enjoy being together. You've got to have similar goals, similar values. And as far as success, if you're a very driven, successful person and you like intelligent conversation, no matter how hot a woman is, if she doesn't have the same drive in her career in life or whatever she does for a living, if she's not as on the same level of success in her field or career, that you are on some level, you're not going to expect that. 
And same thing if it's a very successful woman dating a guy who doesn't have the same drive and fire and ambition that she does. Eventually on, on some level, she's not going to respect him and eventually is going to lose interest. I mean think about it. You want somebody that's on – that's fighting the same fight that you are, that's on the same team that you are, that is going to the same outcome or the same destination even though the ways they go about it may be a little different, meaning what they do for a living. I've lived in 10 different cities, two countries, traveled the world and seen a lot. She comes from a small town in a deep southern state, has never seen the Pacific and has rarely traveled. Further, is two and a half days in each other's presence enough to assess compatibility traits? It's either there or it's not. And besides, you talked for several months and after a few months of knowing each other, you already ran out of things to talk about. And you noticed that right away. The thing is, is to not ignore that. It's like one of my favorite Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer quotes is, when you trust in yourself, you're trusting in the same wisdom that created you. So when you look at it from the perspective of what your heart, what your intuition is telling you, it's telling you, hey, as fun and as beautiful and as sexy and as desirable and as great as the sex was with her, there's not enough there in order for this to last any longer than it did. And that's okay. It's still a victory. It's still a win. But it's like when you get attached to something like this and you don't let it go, this inhibits you from meeting anybody new. And the idea is to take this experience and hopefully the next one will be even better. It's to improve your skills. And maybe that one, instead of lasting three or four months, maybe it lasts six months, maybe it lasts eight months, maybe it lasts a year or two years, maybe it lasts ten. The idea is as long as the quality is there, continue hanging out and having fun and hooking up. And once you notice that it's not, let it go. Move on. The universe brought you this person. There will be another one. But if you get attached, it's like you get in the flow. It's like you start to delay all those people that the universe has set up for you to get all those experiences that you want so you can become the person that you're capable of becoming. So thanks for the email. Good points. Definitely things that everybody needs to consider, especially if you're relatively new to my work and you're starting to get some success and you're starting to date the kinds of people that you've always wanted to date. Don't get all caught up in the looks. You're going to run into situations like this. There's nothing to feel bad about here at all. This is, this is a great experience. It's a victory. It's a win. It's something to be proud of. You got another great set of memories with somebody that when you're an old man, you can think about it and smile. Maybe tell your grandkids about it or your, your sons about it if you, or people that you know and pass that wisdom on. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.